old school we still getting right got Bree bucks in the studio we're gonna go into this conversation on generational wealth side hustles and entrepreneurship so stay locked Thank you. 
From the fly things, it that you do. You dudes, can't you see? Like total, kissing you got Gina running for the boulder. Hit me on my car phone. If you got the hydro with me, you can roll. roll, roll. We can take a stroll on the beach, but bad boy, don't take your love away from me.
This your song, ma. Yeah, come on, ma. This your song, ma. We can get it on, ma. This your song, ma. This your song, ma. This your song. How you doing, ma? Yeah, come here. Where you going, ma? What up? You in the rush? What's going on, ma? You can keep going, ma. But in this cool world, you gonna need a man that's thorough to keep you warm, ma. You and me, we can take the world by storm, ma. So let me have your math and then I'm gone, ma. I'm having an after party later on, ma. So you should cancel whatever you was doing, ma. We can get a telly, your visit, and get it on, ma. You with it, I hit it the six in the morning, ma. You ain't hear the song, ma? Yeah, I'm a dog, ma. So if you ride with a player, then come on, ma. How you doing, ma? This your song, ma. Yeah, come on, ma. This your song, ma. We can get it on, ma. This your song, ma. This your song, ma. This your song, scream at me. It don't get no better. It don't get no better. The sun that shine above, I think I'm in love. Cause every time I look in your eyes, they be dumb bright like the sunlight when I look in the sky. And you always look fly, you stay with the mean outfit. And got shoes that they ain't even come out with. Always got your nails done, always got your scalp fixed. You the type of chick I can see me going out with. And I ain't knocking your hustle, but you should be somebody wifey, icy with a rock on your knuckle. And we you look hot as a couple, cause you shape so beautifully. And you almost cute as How me. How you doing, my? This your song, ma. Yeah, come on, ma. This your song, ma. We can get it on, ma. This your song, ma. This your song, ma. This your song, scream at me. It don't get no better. your sexy self go to my hotel and undress yourself and after we had sex don't stress yourself i still respect you if you respect yourself girl it's whatever i get the chatter when we get together it don't get no better and you can see i'm doing it because my arm on chill would look like a spill free iron on it i made hella paper on the block that's why i'm about to put a three-story elevator in my yacht they gonna keep hating it boo but keep holding me down strong this song dedicated to you how you doing my this your song, ma. Yeah, come on, ma. This your song, ma. We can get it on, ma. This your song, ma. This your song, ma. This your song, scream at me. It don't get no better. It don't get no better. It don't get no better. This your song, ma. Yeah, come on, ma. This your song, ma. We can get it on, ma. This your song, ma. This your song, ma. This your song, scream at me. It don't get no better. Back. 
can chill. Yeah. Give me a second and let me tell you how I feel. Sorry, I'm telling you, but stepping out, running your mouth about what make you think I wouldn't find out. Was I not there for you, truly care for you? Maybe my love was just too good. Could have had a kid and the love is gone. It was back to your head with the yeah, so that was, uh, so we got r- no more. That was Rough Ends. Um, and uh, so we're about to go to this conversation because I got my homegirl, Bree Bucks, in the studio. And I, yo, I got to preference this first. I got to <laughs> give Bree a proper introduction because oh, Bree, yo, you know when you follow somebody on Instagram and you're just a big fan of like just them as a person and the stuff they post, right? Because I mean, from being a hairstylist, and, you know, finding a good black hairstylist in the Valley is, is hard enough <laughs> to now being a business coach. So I've, I've just been quietly rooting for you. So it's honestly a blessing. And it's a pleasure to have you in the studio. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. I, I appreciate the invitation. Yeah, of course, man. I mean, it's, it's been a long time coming. I think we've just been kind of like missing each other in a sense. Absolutely. Uh, but, yo, so I wanted to have you in the studio because, um, you know, COVID, I always reference COVID to like now, you know, Mm -hmm. I think uh, it's fair to say COVID changed a lot of things for a lot of people and a lot of people got laid off from work and a lot of people refused to go back to work because they either wanted to find something remote because to be safe or they wanted to do something essential, as they say. So Mm -hmm. you always have work or go into working for themselves or being an entrepreneur. So, you know, you've had a lot of success growing as an entrepreneur. And again, it's been a pleasure watching you talk about it. But I was hoping you can kind of set the tone for folk. Um, you started off as a hairstylist and now you've been into this business space, right? Like, when did that switch happen for you? So, honestly, I went from being a, like, solopreneur to a business owner when my husband died. Like, if you want to keep it all the way yeah. real. Right, right. Because I had to figure out how to provide for my daughter, at that time uh, and as a hairstylist you could literally work from 24 hour day yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah. I mean because people always gonna be like can you squeeze me in can you squeeze me in but I had to have that balance for my daughter so I'm like alright how can I still do what I love but also have a little more freedom and flexibility yeah. so at that point I'm like you know what I'm gonna get a suite and I'm gonna bring two other stylists in here with me and they're gonna pay me booth rent Right. And so at that point, I went from a, you know, from self-employed to a business owner because now I have employees. Yeah. So I want to touch on that because something I've noticed with a lot of people who say they want to be an entrepreneur or own a business, obviously you're doing it to make a source of income. But I think something people really misunderstand, I say misunderstand, <laughs> people don't understand is if you're just starting a business for yourself, the ceiling may be low because eventually you're going to have to take on more work. So you're going to have to bring on staff to do so, right? Um, Have you noticed that just as an entrepreneur, is that like a common mistake people make? I think people are scared or I think people don't know what they don't know. So you are, you know, utilizing your craft to make money. So that's what you know how to do, you know, but then it's just like you can make more money if you bring in help. But people feel like bringing in help mean they're going to take my money they're gonna take what i have it's like a like a scarcity mindset yeah okay you know what i mean yeah because some of us are so used to just doing the bare minimum to get by that to get to the next train of thought it's it's scary so we kind of have these fallouts and rationalize why we just stick to ourselves absolutely and so i think with that you have to bring somebody on 
you have to learn how to delegate because they're going to alleviate one piece of it for you that's going to help you grow other aspects of your business that's going to bring you more money than what you're going to pay that person to come in and help. True, yeah, because if you can take on uh, 100 clients doing something, right, eventually if you have more people hitting up, you're going to either have to charge more to weed out the people so yep. you can at least focus on those folks exactly. or you're going to have to or you're going to lose business. But like you said, getting on more people and just paying them in the long run, you're going to be more successful. Um, and, and speaking about that, so you opened up salon, you had the two chairs. Um, people always think of extremes, right? With full time entrepreneur, nothing yep. else or I'm a nine to five. And I think there's a sweet spot in the middle. So what does that look like? Like can people who work a nine to five? actually manage a business on the side? Absolutely. And so that's what I did. Like, I'm never preaching to no one to just go to your boss and quit your job and be like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. Like, yeah, that may work, but it's probably not. And so for me, I was literally working full time at Toyota and I literally worked four tens. So I worked. Yep. So I work four tens. And so on my off days, so I was off on Wednesday and the weekends and those days I would do hair in my living room. Okay. And oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying because when you were saying that, I'm thinking it in my head, and I'm just like, when you're doing four tens, did you get lunch break at least? Like, you know, a little. Yeah, I did. I would go in at six a.m. and then I get off at what four or something like that, and I had a little hour break, but it was cool because I got three full days off of work, <laughs> and I literally would do hair from home. And those three days that I was doing hair from home, I started making more than what I was making at Toyota. Yeah, and that's and that's I've noticed. Uh, I think was a turning point for a lot of people who go into entrepreneurship is that mm-hmm. they get to that point where you know they're doing it on the side, they're making money, and that, there's people I know who still have their nine to fives and they still do a side hustle on the side because they found a sweet spot yeah. for them. Um, and that's, that's good. And look, I am not against corporate America. If I had to go back to corporate America today, I would. Right. Like I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna feel like a failure. Because I went back to corporate America, like I'm gonna do what I need to do for my family. And yeah, because yeah, nowadays it doesn't seem like people try to rag on nine to fives now. Because <laughs> I feel like this is, you know, we're in mean culture. You're seeing memes all the time. <laughs> Yo, you do you don't know what you're doing with your life. You need to take your tax return, take your child support money, right. buy an LLC, and then it's, it's like sensationalized. And I think that, all right, some people's hearts may be in the right p- what place to try to encourage people into it, but it gets kind of scary because it's like it's, it's romantic. So um, to kind of keep it real, you know, what was some of the hard parts for you being an entrepreneur? For me is the not steady source of income. You know what I mean? Like if I work, you know, me working at Toyota, I know every, you know, every yeah. other biweekly my paycheck is going to be this so I can plan and I can budget. Yeah. As an entrepreneur, it's not always like that. And so doing hair, you know, you have busy seasons and you have slow seasons. And so you have to be mindful and aware of that. So, you know, when it's your busy season, I'm going to save a little yeah, to okay. be in preparation for my slow season. But if you're not aware and you're just, you know, going through the day to day without being aware and mindful, you're going to set yourself up for failure. Yeah. And it makes me think about people who trade stocks or invest, mm-hmm. because if that's their main thing. They're going to have those high months of making a profit. And then those slow months that they know is coming up, like you said, they put a little bit of something on the side. Yep. Um, and this is more so like you say, if you are like a full time, you know, entrepreneur, yeah. Um and I think that feeling, I think a lot of us can relate to with the nine to five. When you know your money is coming in, 
Like, there's no scarier feeling than, like, if you know rent's going to get paid or not. Absolutely. Especially when you have a kid. I can only imagine. Um, So with with getting into the mindset, right, like, um, I mean, I look at your content. I love it. It's always insightful and inspiring. I don't even think you mean to. Like, you just seem like you just put (laughs) stuff out and it just, you know what I'm saying, it compels somebody. So I was curious, what are some books or some type of material that you've consumed that helped you get to the mindset you're at now? So I love reading, um, but I don't have a lot of time to read. So I do audiobooks when I'm in the car. Okay. And so Atomic Habits, great book. Highly recommend. Okay. Another book, it's called Who, Not How. And so that book is, we sometimes, a lot of times, try to figure out how to do everything. Yeah. We want to do it all. That's the how. But no, there's someone who already knows how to do it. So use them. Use them because we can't, you know, we don't got all the answers. We don't. And we can't we don't got enough time in this on this world to learn it all. So utilize the people who already know how to do it. You know, that makes me think about college because I'm going to be a hundred with you. <laughs> to me, I don't think college was about earning the degree. I think college was about discovering how resourceful yep, you life are. skills because you may not have the answer. You might need a paper done. The regular way is to do it yourself. The other way is to find somebody else and pay them. Yo, I'll never forget. I got a homie of mine in college. His name is Jarrell. My man, he needed help with a paper. So I helped him out and I told him, yo, just, you know, don't even worry about it. Don't trip. He didn't give me money. He gave me a case of Four loco. Okay, that worked. And I said, right, no, I'll take it. I ain't, I ain't complaining about it. But it, I've had a, I ain't go front. I had a few situations in college where I paid people to do my stuff. But that's because I believe in social currency. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People are going to know more than you. So be open to. Utilize them. Utilize them. There is so many people who know more than me. Like right. so many people. Like I don't care if you 19 to 40. You experience life in a different way that I have. So you know something from your journey that I don't know. Because my path didn't take me down the same path that you're. Yeah. Did, you know. So. And I'm, so it's going to be the last question before we, uh, you know, I'm going to take a quick music break. We come back to this. Um, so I'm sure there's people who are listening who probably are not that social or extroverted. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, you know, feel nervous at the idea of the people side of business or entrepreneurship. So what kind of advice would you give to people who, you know, are shy, reserved or, you know, even just reluctant about, you know, taking on or starting a business type of thing? So. Over 50% of our worries are made up and never actually happen. So all of these thoughts that we have, all of these things that we think people think of us are made up in our head. So you have to get out of your own way. Easier said than done. You know what I mean? Easier said than done, but you just got to do it. Yeah. You just got to do it. And if you don't like talking face to face, social media. Yeah. Social media. Yeah. You know what I mean? Put some dope content out there and people will gravitate to it. True. And I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned, you know, it's, it's a mindset thing because initiative is everything. Mm-hmm. And I say that the thing with COVID is, again, it affected a lot of people in difficult ways. But COVID also revealed the truth to people. When your back is against the wall, how do you respond? And what type of mindset you go into. Now, it happens. We, you know, might be slacking or think less of ourselves. Absolutely. And that's fair. But at some point, like you said, it's, yo, you got to get out of your own way because, 
you know, your situation ain't going to change if you ain't doing nothing to make it change. Right. It's, it's just, you know, the harsh truths of it. And I'm going to always keep it real. You know what I mean? And that's just that's just the realness of it. Yeah, the realness. The real the realness. <laughs> the real old juice. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm saying when, uh, when life gives you lemon, you make lemon vodka, I think it's, they say. Yep, exactly. <laughs> All right. But, yo, we're going to leave the phone lines open. Y'all can hit up Bree Bucks. You got questions on entrepreneurship or starting your own business. Please call in 602-633-2662. I'm going to keep y'all dancing in the meantime with some old school vibes. I want to dance tonight. I want to toast tonight. I'll spend my money tonight. I'll spend my money tonight. I want to dance tonight. I want to toast tonight. I'll spend my money tonight. I want to get freaky tonight. Freaking baby, yeah. The thing we need to do is buy brand new fits for you. Make sure that you look good. Make sure that I smell good. Let's purchase two new bitless. I know that it looks trendy. So glad that it's not windy. Here comes that girl named Donnie. Ask if she wants to go. Tonight's gonna be hot for sure. Big dancing on the floor. Folks stripping, I don't know. Money flying everywhere. Champagne, we won't go there. Bottles popping in the air. They'll be screaming, I don't I care.
Eminem now. How many women feeling them? Somebody call a coroner. Quick, Mary is killing them. Tell them what the 411 and who came running. When clap down, 911 from shots coming. There's something for the radio guest starring MC. John Blazing, the hip hop and R&B. What? Y'all thought y'all wasn't gonna see me? You can't spell Mary J. Blige without a JP. But back to the matter and the sex on the platter. She only wanna be happy and I ain't mad at her. You go, mama. Nowadays, I'm more calmer. And if you take a look at my life, no more drama. Now you know. You're searching for a Wu-Tang pro. You find me just about everywhere the Wu-Tang go. Now you know. Tell me like your favorite love song. Cause my computer love is the truth.com. Like it's not cool to be sprung on somebody. I know we live in a time people are toxic and want to hurt feelings, but let's get back to love. It's Vivian Green. Oh, oh, oh. 
to let this song go on but i didn't want to get too caught up being lit up in here because i tell you class act man <laughs> guests everybody in the studio we finna turn up have a good time uh got brie bucks in the studio yes, yes, yes. we talking business entrepreneurship side hustles beautiful beautiful things uh but yo so we talked a little bit about just the mindset right to being an entrepreneur uh we talked about that yo people actually can uh work a nine to five and have a business on the side as well so I wanted to talk about, you know, some of the different type of businesses that, you know, uh, people can look into. Right. So what is like some side hustles or businesses that you think is pretty, you know, pretty even for people to get into? Vending machines. You can go on OfferUp, Craigslist. You can buy a vending machine and a route because that's the thing. You get a vending machine, but you're like, where am I going to put it? Yeah, you right. know, you can buy the actual vending machine and the route. So it's already placed somewhere. Right. So you don't really got to do the legwork on that. You could do like I do Toro. If you have a vehicle that you, you know, maybe on the weekends you don't drive it or you could not drive it. Put that on Toro for, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, make a couple bucks on that. Drop shipping is a big one now. If you're interested in something or maybe it is something that you're not even interested in, but there's a market for it. Yeah. Because a lot of times we get caught up on the things that we like. True. Yeah, but what I like, the maybe the vast majority of the world don't like. I'm going to sell what the people like because that's what's going to make yeah. me money. <laughs> a good example of that is uh, I had a homie of mine. Uh, he mentioned something. He's like, he asked, it was 10 people in the room. He asked everybody, he said, do any of you watch NASCAR? Nah. But NASCAR is a billion dollar sport. And even though I don't like or watch NASCAR, people are making money off of Mm -hmm. it. Um, Another example is there's this uh, drop shipping business I saw and I was looking at different like storefronts. So they create the store for you and they give it to you. They have all kind of items. I saw like luxury watches, sunglasses, 
And I was like, you know, I, I like luxury watches. Yeah, I, I like it. And I'm thinking of, I'm thinking about doing it. And then I stopped and I said, but wait a second. You know what also hit my mind? They had a pet accessory store. Yep. There you go. And if there's Bingo. one thing I know, people will spend money on their pets like it's their kids. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, you know, it is a kid. It is okay, a kid. It is a kid. Well, Don't I mean, that. that's just like, that's Don't a, do that. It's that's, a kid. Nah, it's that's the kid. people who want to be aunties and uncles <laughs> part time. Like, a- nah, <laughs> you gotta, we gotta take your full responsibilities. It's a kid. Uh, well, all right, I'll give you that. There's people who got plants and they call them their kids, and I'm like, Okay, I, I I'm not gonna go that far, but you know, okay, to but each its own. To each their own. But I thought it was funny because I had a job once and they offered like pet insurance <laughs> as a benefit, and people, oh my gosh, I got pet benefits. I'm like, <laughs> you on your own with that. So, um, you talked about the Toro, and I saw you've been to- posting a Toro a lot. One thing I admired about it is that you've also brought up the idea that you know you're not always going to be in the profit, and sometimes you may have to start. You know, not from a crazy deficit, but you might have a where you spend eleven hundred, but you made a thousand dollars. So technically, you only made maybe a hundred dollars, or right. you barely broke even. So you know, what is that like, and what do you tell about people? You know, when it comes, what do you tell people when it comes to that type of experience? Yeah, so I try to keep all my businesses very transparent because I don't want to make it seem like something that it's not, and then somebody was like, "Oh, she did it and did this. I'm gonna get into it, and they're unsuccessful because I'm only talking about." The pros, but not the cons. Yeah. And so, for example, I ran my numbers for May. My Jeep only like profited me like a hundred and something dollars, mm. which is not a lot of money at all. It was a very slow month, but I wasn't in the negative. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wasn't in the negative. Yeah. And, and, you, and you knew that was coming because it's like it goes without saying in business that, you know, you're going to sometimes you got to lose money to to make money. Correct. But it's like having that discipline to say, OK, this might have been a little bit of an L, but I'm going to come right back to it. Exactly. And so then it's like, all right, well, let me relook at these numbers. Maybe I need to lower my price by ten dollars a day because that could be the difference between someone booking it and someone not. So I'd rather lose ten dollars instead of the whole hundred. Yeah. You know what I mean? See, So, yeah. And business is a very fluid thing. Like you have to treat it like a person because every day is different. So, like you said, if you had a month where it was slow, what are the adjustments that you do type of thing? Because some people think you just set it and forget it Mm-mm. and walk nope. away like there's customer service because people are going to oh, have man. concerns yep. or issues. You got to respond to that in a timely way. There's paperwork and admin and all of that. But all of that comes later on. Really. Correct. Um, so I know one thing that also becomes an issue is capital funds that 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 cheddar you know what i'm saying uh what about startup money for like a side hustle or a business right um i know with covid we had ppp loans Mm -hmm. and all of that but are there resources for people to get capital to start a business yes there's tons of grants out there for black owned businesses women owned businesses minority businesses just all businesses in general regardless there's tons of grants out there you just have to go Find them. You're right. You just got to do some research. So Hello Alice has um, different grants. FedEx offers grants for business. FedEx. FedEx. I thought they just did packages. No, they they got money though. They got money. Oh, they got money. Tax write off. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Nah, we in there. Okay, FedEx. Where my money? Joe Biden owed me money too, but that's man. Okay, so there's a lot of grants out there, and then there's loans. So when I opened Mm. my salon, I took out a. A pay a payday did not do that. <laughs> did not Yo. did not do that. Yo, don't do that. Your car <laughs> gonna be PayPal. gone. I took out a PayPal loan, y'all. PayPal, five hundred 
$5,000 and it was 12 months. And I just, you know, every week I think they took $111 out of my account. Wow. And so that's not like, you know, that's I'm, not crazy. It, it's not crazy. I didn't even think about it. And then it was paid off in 12 months. So, yeah, it's possible like loans aren't bad as long as you're using that loan to make money. If you're just using that loan to go, you know, Do buy some a bag, yeah, <laughs> like, right. then that's stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was actually, um, uh, who was it? I think it was one of the members from Pretty Ricky got <laughs> caught up in a scam. He did. He took a PPP loan okay, and spent so, it on a bunch of nonsense. He did, but look, check this. So I don't know how much money he got, but just say he got a hundred thousand uh-huh. dollars. He only had to pay back like a very small portion and do like I say minimal jail time because I ain't been to jail. You're right. It's like <laughs> okay. But it's like I go to jail for one month, but I got sixty bands of free money. Like, right? Yeah. Mm. I mean, well, he he got rich stuff going on so it's like he's in a different tax bracket than us so I don't right. think he worried I don't think much. so at all but you know I don't want to go to jail though right. no, I don't do that fraud is bad right? yeah fraud is, is definitely a bad thing and I think also people get caught up in you know scams and frauds all the time making right? quick money um, and look I'm going to say this and I'm not taking any shots at anybody who does this who work with uh, I Am Academy okay mm-hmm. um, I Am Academy I will say you know has been the forefront of things like foreign exchange or forex and crypto and things like that I think it's a pretty cool resource because it actually educates you on how to use that. But I think because it's a multi-level marketing uh, style of business is that it, you know, it, it makes some people uncomfortable. Some people get burned. Some people are successful. Exactly. Right. So when it comes to, you know, that side where people are considering an opportunity or a business, what are some things they need to think about that can help them maybe avoid getting scammed or, or maybe being a bad investment? Like what are some what are some due diligence that they should do? I think you need to just slow down. There's no rush. Mm. A lot of times people see this opportunity and they get bright eyed and bushy tailed and act too quickly without doing their due diligence. Right. You need to do your research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so easy nowadays to do research. You ain't got to yeah. go to the library. You, you like, we got a phone in our hands that has access to everything. Man, it's, you know, it's crazy. It's our, our, our priorities are messed up mm-hmm. because people can download an app. That recommends hashtags so you can try to get your posts more visible. You know what I'm saying? People can download apps where they can edit posts and filters and stuff like that. But there's apps that can, you know, you can read stuff on. There's apps that can send you daily right. push notifications on stuff. Um, and I know you say do your research. So um, I know we talked about books, but I know everyone learns differently. Mm-hmm. So some people better with numbers and, and data. Some people are more hands on. Um what about like people? Because I'm a big fan of people being resources. So are there any groups that you can think of like on a big scale or small scale or or not for profits or just areas where people can go and just kind of get some insight on business, you know? Ooh, that's hard. I don't even know. I don't I can't to be honest, I can't even think of any groups of people you can come to me <laughs> hey there you go that's one <laughs> shameless plug greebus <laughs> <laughs> right right you come to me <laughs> i and you know i so i asked that cuz uh right like you're a great person to go to just cuz you know you're you're approachable as well but um something that i do cuz i'm a nerd uh, I think you can go on Eventbrite, for example, Ooh. and just type in business networking. So that's something that I do when I go on vacations and take trips yeah. so I can make it a tax write off. Oh, OK. See, I, <laughs> I hope y'all got y'all pen and papers. Y'all- no, because like if just for example, I was in Dallas okay. and I, before I got there, I'm like, let me see what business events are here so I can sign up and go and say I went to Dallas 
to attend this conference or yeah. this whatever. And so now my trip is a tax write-off because I made it business. See, that and right there. And just because game. you're somewhere for business doesn't mean you can't have a little bit of fun yeah. also. You was having a meeting at the strip club. <laughs> Don't do That's that. What? I was there for the chicken wings. Well, yeah. It's, <laughs> hey, some of the best hot wings I ever had was an Onyx strip club in Charlotte, North Carolina. Let me tell you something. They're honey North hot Carolina. wings. North Carolina. I had to put some mustard on that. Yo. Anyway, that just brought me back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, but um, but yeah, so I say that because um, like you know, going I go on Eventbrite and I look. I mean, I'm a big hobbies person. I like to try different things. So if you go on Eventbrite and just type business networking, there's always classes, mm-hmm. seminars. There's always people who are hosting things about business. Another super underestimated resource, Udemy. Oh, it yes. Udemy, U D E M Y, because I know yep. you've also done some master classes yep. and things like that. Um, if you know something, if you're knowledgeable about something, I don't know. Maybe you make the best mac and cheese, <laughs> right? <laughs> Depending on how you position it, you can host a master course mm-hmm. on how to make mac and cheese. I'm just right. using that example. Yeah, and, we all like mac and cheese. And you would be surprised. There is an audience for everything. You know, you go. I go on Udemy. There's classes on how to, you know, scale your Instagram and so on. Because um, I say that because it's like you can be in the right place. You can be in the wrong place looking for the raw, right information. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So Udemy is a good one. I say Eventbrite is, and these are things that I encourage people to. Yeah, like, I actually do. went on Udemy and took some tutorial classes myself on there. Because yeah. my thing is, anytime I want to start teaching something, I always take the classes that I want to teach because right. to make sure that I actually want have the knowledge that I think I have right, right. to teach it and to see other ways people are curating their content. Right. Because it's like you said, it's not even about comparing and contrasting, Mm-mm. but again, mimicry, as they say, is one of the fondest form of flattery or something like right. that. So I'm going to mimic someone I admire or someone who I respect and say, okay, well, I'm going to try their way, and if it doesn't seem to work, then maybe I'll put my own tweaks exactly. or vice versa. But Throw you, your sauce on it. Right, because like <laughs> you said, put your own little sauce on yeah. it. You, know, you, might, like, you might go to ATL Wings, and you might like lemon pepper, <laughs> but you might like lemon pepper mixed with the hot, and now you got your own flavor. You know I'm what I'm like, saying? did you just put me up on something? I don't, hey, don't play with me. There's I, an ATL around the corner from the crib. Hey, like, hey look, look, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> you get yourself some lemon pepper, and you put that in the <laughs> buffalo hot, you got. You might have some. Okay. I might. All right. You stick with Uncle Cheese. I put you on game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to get into one more question, and we'll we'll come. We'll take some music break and come back to. But uh, this one's a doozy. Oh man! What has been your best experience being an entrepreneur? Oh, that's easy. Watching people freaking grow and thrive and blossom. Mm. Like man, like I feel like that's my purpose. Like yeah. I think that is my purpose, and I think. Through my different businesses, I find that purpose. And I just love helping people and opening their minds and just watching them just take yeah. take it and run and do dope stuff with it. Like, I yeah. think that's the most, like, that's the best thing ever. Like, yeah. I love that. Like, we, I love it. We all start from somewhere. And to get to that point where, you know, you was it was first talking about, man, I don't know if I can do this. I'm not making a profit to where, like, they really doing it. Yes, you know? like, even to my stylist at my salon, like, just to see, like, day one. Because I, like, 95% of my stylists, like, that was their first 
right. job doing hair. And so just like watching them just blossom and come into their own and perfect their craft and just grow as business women. Yeah. You know, it's like dope to watch because, yes, they work at my salon, but they're all independent contractors. So they all are their own business. And so they all got LLCs, EIN, business bank accounts. Like, we're going to do this right. If you're here, then you're going to do this right. And so just watching them all just grow and thrive, it's like, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And I I love hearing that because, you know, there's this, uh, I like to say, stigma in Phoenix Mm -hmm. that uh, black women don't get along with each other. Lies. And for me, I love hearing that because I'm, there's been this energy that's been going around, especially for black women of this, this winning energy, this, yes, like y'all <laughs> celebrating each other. And I'm, as a, I'm a black, as a black man, I love seeing that because I'm like, yo, I love seeing us happy. You know what I'm saying? I love seeing us connecting, um, and then vibing. And it's one of those things where I see, entrepreneurship as another way for us to come together as a culture Mm -hmm. because uh, you know generational wealth and things like that you know a lot of us didn't know anything about a life insurance policy right or our parents didn't know things we're gonna go to that (laughs) Uh, but let's get some music going hey the phone lines is open don't be shy I don't bite now that it's Brie Uh, 602-633-2662 again the number to call in is 602-633 Six three three two six six two. We're gonna play some music, and after we come back, we're gonna go into generational wealth: wealthy versus rich.
vulgar rhyme, so watch what's coming at ya as I release another brown batch of jams that slam and you can't touch or scram. I know you're crammed to understand who I am. Damn, by the way, can I please get this jam? Let's not freelance, cause I'm just getting started. Believe me, that was nothing but a brown party. That's going on, and got it going on. Bob and Ted's ready, number one, so flow on. And if you're in the house, pump the fist and say, oh. trying to play like you know respectable music you know because you have a lady in the studio so I said play some R&B let me play some easy oh, stuff man. but I said you know I forgot <laughs> Bree Bree said her love language is day parties and I said oh okay okay who we got for I, me I'll put some mag on but it's, it's about to get trill in a minute I'm gonna let you know that now Like he play when he really just a play. Get some plates in his house and they going through your safe. Hands on your knees, knees bust it back, ayy. Through the tights, you can see the seat is back, ayy. Through them pockets, I can see a back, ayy. I'm a money making, no cap, ayy. Hot it out, but you already knew that. Even if I brought him to you, still couldn't get your boo back. I ain't finna argue with you, this ain't how we do that. You was already mad, I'm just adding something to that, ayy. Simon says, put your hands on your hips, huh? Like a perk, shot it when I take the perk all day and night. She might even swallow some if you pick a ride. A kid said I'm on my house, she done to take a flight. Got a purse full of magnum rubbers and some baby wife. Yeah, I gotta have it. Ratchet, ratchet, magnet. If she burp a baby out her mouth, I'm not pappy. Fip full of half naked. Clap it, throw a thousand ones in the air. Nutty, it's honey, jacket. Yeah. Oh, that's dream. 
like LeBron now. He's spinning off the top, that's a freestyle. I'm about to turn it up 100 degrees. Got my baby going up, fly overseas. I don't know where your girl at, she missed. I'm a bad boy like a Detroit Piston. I might smash on your bitch, rich. Cooking up that hot shit, yeah, we in the kitchen. You been working out, girl, looking real tempting. The way you make it clap, too mad I might tell. It's your birthday. She ain't got no money in the bank. No. She be walking around acting all stank. No. And now she got the party looking at me. I hope she can get saved by me. I ain't trying to save that girl. I ain't trying to save that girl. I ain't trying to save that girl. She got a hand up, but I ain't trying to pay that girl. What y'all wanna do? Wanna be ballin'? Shot call, let's roll it. Zippy in the map, but she gon' go, yeah. Come on, dog, she want you to spoil it. Christian Dior, waitin' to offend it back. Anything's good, cause it's better than she had. She's sittin' at the bar, and she lookin' so sad. Talkin' about, I'm on the ride in your town. I'm on the ride to your house. That's an easy chick, I fly to my house. Live so far, I think I live down south. Why don't you pull it out my pants? Put it in, put it in, put it in. They got me looking at you, looking at you, watching the way you wind it and pop it. One more time, go wind and pop it. Yeah, yeah. When I drink, got me feeling alright. Any little thing, I can watch it all night. Pull up on that bumper, girl, I just might. Pull up on that bumper, girl, I just might. Baby, push back when I jump behind it. When I jump behind it. So when I jump behind it, push back on me. Put it on you one time, my phone not stop ring. Hello? Man, I ring off my cellular. 
Nothing track, but tell me what you tell a jump up. Me the body drum till the cocky broke. My girl, you know see nothing when you cock it up. Rough it up, when it just a top. We no need bed, me a done. Every month, I fi do what me say. Hello, I want it. Everyone up on it. But I want it, baby. Nothing you can tell me. Oh, baby, from the night never ends. You say give me that salga el sol. Cause only for money, you 
your style, man, it look well fancy. Tell the whole of them, say you have your man already. Your face don't look like a overnight monkey. Hit no paint up just like a party. Come, come, take it from the one named Shaggy. Tell the world you built it on LT. Fat on your pop, expensive and rough. I put your one in the ear and just big up. Y'all if you're fat on your pop and know you come first. Put your one in the ear and just big up. Y'all if you're fat on your pop and you want to up. Put your one in the ear and just big up. Well, I don't want no man tell me who my no no is. And I don't want no man tell me who my no sweet. Don't want no man tell me who my no nice. Who my no no Since you want vex, but since you want bounce, them can't have your money, so make them go and coast. Then they really like to see how you keep your head up, you're in your nice, nice job, and them all the days won't. So them can't be, I am for time, I shut up, girl, Britney. Jump around and beat your stomach, me just love how they can them flex. They and those are make a next girl flex. You know, stop love how the woman them a flex. Now stop live big and make a next girl. Oh man, not true. Every time them see your girl, you ever look clean. Dress up in your shift. And just I just see queen And some of them just tight in the train Them up green Them wig at the park Them can't buy in a pin Yeah, you get your facial And you take care of your skin Sparkling and about the mention Stunning If looking at your body Oh man, what I say right now But your band can't be in prison So me just 
Nobody can them stay. Yeah, and those are make a nice girl fake. Hold your not love for only woman them a flex. Now stop this big and make a nice girl. It's like trying for party and they want them end. And friends them have any men as a young fan. Talk about set, them no love how you turn. True you now follow them, keep no one bag a man. But no pay them no mind, me child make them burn. Can't knock your body, them can't do you no harm. Them can't waste the past, them to have a turn. Touch them down, you true you in a top farm. Them a can't lump your name and I chant your wind down. But would you just love how they can them slaves? They act close and make a nice can fix. Who me just love how they woman them slaves? Now stop it, big I make a nice can fix. Tell them vex if them one vex. Most if them one boss. Them can't knock your body, so make them go and coast. All them attack and a real anti-cobo. Just y'all picking in, you knock out the force. You know where you find you, you know where you want you in your nice, nice job. And them all the days work, so them a try big iron. We try mash you up, but me just love all the girl them flakes. They had clothes and make a nice girl fix. Who you just love all the woman them a flakes? Now stop being big and make a nice girl. All girls, find you. No say you're nice and find you. Know you're intelligent. Jump around, cause you have your own residence. And them a talk, and them a tell to. So girl pick me, who a cream of the cup? Who a move up in a life? No doubt about that. So make me one and I'm fancy go and chat to. Who you find in my family? General, you come to talk to me proper But anytime you come, you come to deal with the matter Hear me now, do me, say, dog, eat your supper Come listen, me say, cat, band, they read them, me satter Me lay down for the rhythm like a chop and tire And say, clean out the rhythm like a pot and fire You sleep on wire, me we sleep in fire And anytime you come, you say, the place catch a fire Five, 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 five But away, they want to ram it up Jump on the general, they want to go ram it up And all the dog it up from over stereo mass on a way they pick it up when more up and turn down until us a mash it up I miss a cat in a the crew and never tear it up say dan dada dan dada dada dan 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 dada me y'all had a DJ miss a cat a dan dada a gold in front teeth me say back down to shabba the boy no got a soap a cat and falla I tell you this a youth where the jungle is falla I tell you this a youth where the spanglass falla I tell you this a youth where the uptown a falla I tell you this a youth where the malas falla I tell you this a youth where the firehouse falla And down down and up down and down in a warica The boy no got the soap a cat and falla I walk from jungle go straight over Rima Gun in a your back and it's up in a host that some a front it But a we a dan dada The boy no got the cyanide and falla But this is not DNA in a stock here copper I tell you about salt and me bridging name pepper When salt get salt then a pepper get hotter And one of them a end up in a hospital stretcher The next day a jam and him name it Coming out the cleaner, hear me now, youth, you people down the chopper. I stop with your friend and talk, but you have the bomber. I tell you this, I youth have the nuclear power. The minute, every time, every night, every hour. And when them say the general, them have to take cover. Come, come, come away, they want to ram it up. Jamana away, they want to ram it up. 
girlfriend And you may really love Why you want it for end You have me brains a puzzle Me can't comprehend But then again Loving and kissing So tell me, tell me, girl Why you wanna be dissing? I try to talk to you But you're not listening It's only natural For my love to be glistening Baby, in my heart I know there's something missing Since lately You keep on flipping So listen clearly To what the singer singing Tell me, baby girl, if the love is really, really true. Tell me what you wanna, what you really, really wanna do. Tell me, baby girl, hey, I know I'm like no, yo, yo. If you really love me, let it flow, flow. And if you don't love me, let me go, go. What in the road, boy, won't let you know, know that.
them join ya. Like the Queen of England, them crown ya. And when you walk on the road, I be a calm and sound ya. Secret for your wow wow. It's like kill them with the no. Just make a boy know you're not blow. It's like kill them with the no. So we still here in the studio. Got the homie, the big homie, big three bucks. And I'm, I'm gonna think I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna put big on top okay, of. Uh, I like that. I'm gonna put big energy. Big energy. Big lotto big, energy. Hey. You know, you kind of you low key remind me of big lotto. I wish I, you know, I stack like her though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sounds like gotta take a trip to Lolo's. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we here in the studio. We was talking earlier um, about different side hustles that you know people can look into. So you talked about uh, Turo. Which has been lucrative for you. Um, you've talked about. You know, well, just give us a rundown again. Just like for you, some businesses you think people can get into. Vending machines, Turo. Uh huh. You know what's real big right now, and I and I dabble in it. Credit repair. Yeah, I, I, I that's something I've been interested in looking more into as well. Because I saw you because you, you, you do the credit coaching as well, right? Yeah, Th- that's something I think that to go into our combo about generational wealth has been something a lot of Black folk have mm-hmm. been missed out on. Because I mean, my parents are both from from Haiti. They barely understood how to use credit cards when they got here to the States. So they didn't, I, I barely know how to use it. Right. So for you, you know, what are some things about credit that you think we have to get better about or that we should know? So there's a stigma within our community that credit is bad. Hmm. But it's not bad. It's bad if you're uneducated and misuse it. And that's anything. Right. It's bad if it's not used as it should be used. So credit is a tool. Right. Literally, it's a tool that people use to gain access to things. Right. I don't know who created it or why, but we're all in this game and we got to play the game to get ahead. Right. Yeah. And that's just what it is. It's the credit game. And I think because we're so misinformed about credit, it's just easier to write it off as, well, I don't know about it, so I'm not going to deal with it. And like, there's so many ways you can benefit and supplement your life, you know, with credit. Mm -hmm. Like something I know some people did is they went out and opened up businesses, uh, whether it was with PP loans or whatever resources they did. And then with having a business, they've been able to apply for lines of credit that they previously would not have been qualified for. And they were able to use that to pay bills, do whatever. But I think one thing I think of with that is 
and I'll just and correct me if this sounds mm-hmm. crazy. So let's say you you know get through the process of starting a business, you are able to obtain funding, right? Let's say it's just I don't know five thousand dollars, yep. right? And you realize that you know what with five thousand dollars I can pay off this particular expense. Right. So let's just say, I don't know, your car note or something. You pay a bunch of payments for the year Mm -hmm. and that's one less thing for you to worry about. But you was able to do that because you were able to apply for a line of credit where it wasn't just about using the funds to set up your business, but it's also just for you to get stable. So is that like something that people can do with like business credit or? Yeah, absolutely. Because once you build business credit, you have access to loans and lines of credit to use however you want to use it. Mm hmm. And the thing about business credit that I like is you can build business credit on every LLC that you have. Oh, interesting. So for me, my personal credit, I'm just Brianna. Right. I get one social security number and one credit line, you know, associated with that. Right. But I can start 15 businesses. So now I have 15 different ways that I can build business credit on every one of those businesses. So if I get I get a thousand dollars for each one, now I got fifteen thousand. I get ten thousand dollars on each one, now I got one hundred and fifty thousand dollars because I'm building business credit on each one. But then check this. So just say that one of those businesses, you know, tanks. Mm I'm going to file bankruptcy, but it doesn't touch me personally. I have no personal liability on that. So that's the beauty of business credit. It protects you as a business owner personally. So there's no personal liability. So that's how people over here like Donald Trump can just file bankruptcy on his business, but still walk away scot-free because it's not attached to him personally. Yeah. And I mean, it's even something like I've seen you mention, like, you know, if you buy a car, put it in not in your name, but in your business's name or LLC or something like that. Exactly. And that's exactly what I did with my Jeep. I built my business credit to where I was able to have enough strong enough business credit profile to walk into a dealership and say, hey, I want to get a vehicle under my business name. And no, I'm not giving you my social. You don't need it. You can take my business EIN number. So and so with something like that, I think about it as, okay, this is a great benefit to us, but we're finally executing it. And parents, right? You're you're a parent as well. So I think of, you know, when you mentioned before, you focus more on the business side of things because you wanted to, of course, provide for Mm -hmm. your kid, but you also want to set them up and pass on what you know to them. So I think if it like, you know, this same thing practice that we're doing, if we can tell our kids to do this at, you know, 18 or whatever, it's a big benefit. Uh, What I'm curious, though, about is, you know, what are some things for parents in particular that they can do to try to help set up their kids for financial success, financial freedom, entrepreneurship? Like, what are some things that they can do now? So what happens is we turn into adults and then we start educating ourselves about credit and these different things. But now we're behind Mm. because other Groups of people started their kids teaching them about credit and assets and liabilities from five, six, seven years old. But me now, I'm learning that at 18, 19, 20. So I'm way behind. So now as a parent, get a a credit card if you don't have one and add your child as an authorized user. Yeah, I've heard of that one a lot. And again, I'm very, I like to call things out. I see memes about it all the time. Authorized users and things like that. So, like, what does that look like? You know, just kind of breaking that down for people. So, my daughter is nine, and she is authorized users on two of my credit cards because they don't have a minimum age requirement. A a lot of other cards probably have an age requirement at thirteen. Okay. 
you know, but still, even if you have a card and that age requirement is 13, you add them as an authorized user. So they reap the benefits of all your positive credit history. Yeah, because, I mean, like you said, um, you know, she benefits off of that. And then, you know, when she gets older, uh, she's in a position where she has pretty good credit. And if she wants to go to college, I mean, there's options, you know, from loans or even exactly. or funding that you want to do. Or even if not college, she can at least go into business, too. Um, I think uh, I might be getting this wrong, but there's a what is it? The, the 529 savings yep. plan. Mm-hmm. So with like a 529, you know, that's supposed to be for college funds and, you know, it accrues interest and, you know, there's other benefits to it. But another feature with a 529 that I came across was that it doesn't have to specifically be for education. Uh, there's some type of paperwork to file where if the child opts in to not go to college, there's other things that they can use that money for. Exactly. So now if you got a 529 and I'm just going to make a number up, you put away maybe 15, 20K over. I'm just, and I'm just making up right, a over number. Right, over the course of their oh, lifetime. Over the course of their lifetime. Now you're looking at them having not only strong credit after graduating high school, but also having some equity, some yep. money to where if they 18 and they've been having authorized, being an authorized user, they go into business now with good credit on their own and all these other things. So that's and that's one big reason why I was glad to have you come up, because, again, I know, especially for parents, um, I mean, we have a we have a mother loving uh, a baby formula shortage. You know what I'm saying? They over here want to regulate right. women's bodies, but we ain't got but we got a baby shortage formula. Right. That's a different so problem. The thing but. about it is 30 percent of your credit score is based off your credit like history. And so most people don't start their credit history until 18. So you come out the door with 30% of that chunk that you need is going to be in the tank because you don't have it. But if you were added as an authorized user, you already are establishing that history before you're 18. So that 30% big chunk, you already have 5, 10, 15 years of credit history established. But you're talking about 529, but also life insurance. Mm, I have a life insurance policy on my daughter but it's also like a savings plan that she can borrow from later. Yeah. So I've heard about that, too, where there is, uh, you know, insurance policies that have certain benefits to it. Correct. And you can borrow money. So if you had like a million dollars and I think Waka Flocka mentioned this on a video, mm-hmm. if you have one hundred thousand dollars. Right. First off, the <laughs> banks only insure your money up to $100,000. So if you put more than that in a regular bank mm-hmm. and something happens... There's then, no reason why you should have money sitting in the bank. Right. They don't do nothing for you. Exactly, because especially <laughs> the super low interest that Correct. you get on is point zero 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 one. nothing. And if you do a life insurance policy, though, like mm-hmm. you have that policy where it's set in place, of course, if someone were to you know pass away, but there's benefits where you can take money off of it. Correct. So if you put hundred k up in there, it's going to accrue some type of interest or some type of benefit, and then if you need to take money off off of it, there may be some penalties. There may not be, but you're able to take money out of it and still have that money still growing. Exactly. And then also the younger you are, when you get a life insurance policy, the cheaper it is. Ooh. You know what I mean? So if I get a a life insurance policy today for my nine-year-old daughter, say it's $10, it's always going to be $10 regardless Mm. of when she turned 50, 60, 70, 80. But if she got it at 50, now that ten that same ten dollar policy is now maybe going to be a hundred dollars a month. So you're telling her, so you have the policy up on her, and then as she gets exactly. older, it'll be something that she'll eventually take responsibility cool. for, exactly. paying for it as well. Exactly. Okay. See, now nah, I got you. I got yep. you. That makes a lot of sense because um, that's that's something that I think 
that makes a big difference between, you know, a, a regular folk, middle class, <laughs> lower class, than people who are wealthy, right? So, you know, when, I, not necessarily black folk, but when people think of black success, they think of it in the form of being an entertainer, actor, actress, you know, athlete, athlete. musician. <laughs> Yo, I go to Scottsdale to go grab a bite of food and somebody up in there thinking I play for the NBA. <laughs> Now, I'm also going to say this. I've had, yo, side note, I was in Old Town one day with two of my homies. It was like probably the first time I was in Old Town coming back to Phoenix. And they looked at me and they said, bro, watch this. And they said, yo, bro, why are you drinking so much? Don't you got practice tomorrow? Yo, every single white girl in there turned around and looked at me and said, ooh, excuse me? Now, now they want to. And I said, nah, I don't. It's like, ooh, you play for the Cardinals? I was like, nah, I I don't. She's like, yeah, he plays for the Rattlers, which is the arena The arena, right. And they wouldn't let me alone. It's just funny because I'm like. Different energy. But so what's the difference between, you know, from what you observe, between rich people and wealthy people? So the way wealth is air quotes, guys, I'm doing, calculated is if you made no more additional money today, how long could you live and survive off of that? Yeah. So if I brought in no more money, how long could the money that I currently have sustain me? That's And that's the key word. When I think of rich versus wealthy, wealthy is sustainability. Mm-hmm. Rich is you could have a lot of money resources at your disposal and it could be substantial but to me wealthy is it's sustainable wealth because that means long term you can always have it like there's rich folk who buy art you know and those are investments because they can appreciate with time art is a scam I'm sorry. Is it really? So I okay. Put me on game. Granted, this this ain't factual, but you know, I read it or watched it somewhere that pretty much the whole art industry started off the whole idea of being able to launder money. Right. Oh, interesting. Because it's like you can say this piece of art is whatever worth whatever it is. So if I need to give you a hundred thousand dollars, free and clear, I'm gonna say, hey, give me a piece of your artwork. And you value it at $100,000. So now, legally, I'm able to give you this money without the IRS coming for me or checking for it. Right. Because this piece of art, you can value art or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing to say art is $10 versus $10 million. Yeah. So that's kind of where this whole idea of the value of art supposedly came from. And and and, I'm, and it's funny because uh, as for uh, Basquiat, you know, very famous mm-hmm. painter from New York, uh, to this day he has sold the most valuable painting ever. To this day, I think it was for like one hundred ten million dollars. And this is uh, this is a brother I think who only lived till twenty six, twenty seven. Wow. You know, and he he was talented beyond you know measure. And I just thought of art because you know what I do notice with wealthy people mm-hmm. is they look at assets and liabilities. X. Anything that you obtain, you know separating assets and liabilities. If it's an asset, it means that it can be liquidated and you can benefit off of it. Mm-hmm. A liability is not only can you suffer a loss because losses is taking it, money from you, but you can suffer a loss that also can be difficult to recover from. Absolutely. So if you get yourself a super, you know, fancy car, right? That's uh, a luxury car, for example, right? Some of those things appreciate super quickly over time. Mm-hmm. Or do you get a car that a could be, you know, uh, can gain, you know, be, can stay maintain its value, or B, can you have a car where it's like it's manageable for you, and it's not gonna like hurt you or short short you back because you're in a good space to manage it. Right. 
So that, but that's why I like to say we need to be more mindful of that. So when it comes to, you know, uh, wealthy folk, um, what is it that people need to do? Right. Other than just like starting businesses and things like that. What are like some of the mindset things we need to get over when it comes to like generational wealth? So one thing I'm going to say is there's a stat out there that 70 percent of people lose their general generational wealth by the next generation and 90 percent lose it by the generation after that. Wow. So what that tells me is that we need to be educating those next generations about the benefits of keeping that wealth and also teaching them how to sustain it. Just because I know how to do it and I can do it great doesn't mean that my daughter or her daughter will have that same drive, that same know-how like me. So we have to instill that in our children so they'll keep that money within the family for generations because 70 and 90%, that's high numbers. Yeah, and then even just knowing it, because when you know something, no one can ever take that away from Facts. you. And so, and something that bothers me about black people, I'm, I'm going to call us out <laughs> on this. Why we always assume that, like, other people know the same thing we do? Like, you sit there and be like, yeah, go do this and go do that, and then we don't give them no instruction. So the same thing goes as a parent. It's like, I mean, if I had a kid, I would say I want to learn about business and entrepreneurship and generational wealth because I have to teach that to them because they may not get it from Mm -hmm. anywhere else type of thing. Um, So, I mean, have you been had that kind of same experience, you know, with your daughter, just like putting her on game and everything like that? I definitely try to educate her like age level wise, obviously, of the importance of finances and money and education outside of what school teaches you. School is only going to teach you so much. So you have to be a student of life and you have to seek knowledge elsewhere Mm -hmm. on your own because there is so much to learn in this world. It's so much to learn. And you're not going to learn it all traditionally at all. So you have to have that drive and that want to fill yourself up. And so I try to instill that into her. I try to instill work ethic into her. Because it's it's a really hard balance yeah. right now. And I'm not even rich or wealthy, okay? But, <laughs> so I can just... You'll be there soon. <laughs> I will. I, oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I, I do well for myself, so it's hard. I could just imagine if I was a multimillionaire how to teach my child work ethic yeah. when they have access to everything they want. So it's like a good balance between providing for your kids more so than I was maybe able to get as a child. Yeah. But also not crippling them. True. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to cripple you where you don't know how to work for yourself. You don't know the definition of hard work. You don't know the definition of grind, hustle, and all of those things because everything was given to you. Yeah. So you're crippled. I remember working in uh, sales for Yelp. And uh, I remember there was, you know, I had, you know, white coworkers where sales is is a very stressful job, especially if you're cold calling. And so don't get me wrong. There were days I did not want to go up in there. But I noticed that, yo, these folks, I'm going to take a personal mental day. I did not know what that was. I'm like, what does that mean? allowed to have one of those. I can't afford to take a personal (laughs) mental day. But mind you, I'm sitting here watching people who came from more resources or opportunity or with a spoon. I ain't had a spoon. I had my hands and, and, and that's it. And I'm like, how do you have more 
but the mentality to like do more for yourself isn't there again because they can feel comfortable. Whereas with us, especially black folk, a lot of us are programmed to work harder, not smarter. Right. There's a finesse mm-hmm. in everything. Uh, one of my favorite finesses is you. Let's say you got a job working at Target, right? You I live in at Target. Yeah, man, you get your money. <laughs> yeah, you know. You work at Target. You do that for maybe like two years, three years while you were college, right? Maybe you move up. Let's say they have a job opportunity in another city. That's more money, right? And then you apply for that job, do it, and then now you're in another city making more money, but you've also benefited from that. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of black folk in Arizona that came out here for work. That's Oh, I think a high percentage. Right. Absolutely. A high percentage. But I bring that example up because I didn't know. It's black folk coming out here saying that they accepted jobs, right, that pay significant money, but it's because they said, oh, but I started here or I started there. And this is just a nine to five tip. So I think if we can do the same thing where it's like get a life insurance policy for you and your kids, right, making them an authorized user. These are the small things Mm -hmm. where we can start like moving the needle. And everybody can do it. It doesn't matter of how much money you have. Or how much education you have. These are things that everybody can do that's within your reach. It's nothing crazy where I'm like, go invest, you know, $100,000 in this stock and then you're going to be a millionaire. Like, that's like, that's a big belief. That's, you need a lot to do that. But you don't need a lot to add your child as an authorized user on your credit card. Maybe your credit card limit is only $300 today and that's okay. But you can still add them as an authorized user and you can still start setting them up. Yeah. For success later on. Yeah, and that's and that's and that's the truth, man. I, I love hearing that because again, I just love seeing us winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I see that you've been winning in your own ways, and you're teaching other people how to win as well. Uh, but you know, I, I, but we we have 45 right now. You know, I'll be kicking it with me the whole time. Yes. <laughs> so now nah, I appreciate you kicking it with me. Uh, but yeah, how can people you know plug in with you? You know what they can get more info on business and coaching and things Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. So follow me on Instagram, Bree Bucks, B R I B U C K S. Nice and easy. Mm-hmm. You can also go to BreeBucks.com. Set that up for you. Nice and easy. Okay. And that's where you can find me. I'm doing you know tour mentorship. I have a emerging entrepreneur mentorship program that's actually launching on June 13th. And I teach you how to formulate your business idea all the way to how to set up that business plan to how to not get in tax trouble. We talk about marketing and branding. Everything is in that, like that you need to be a successful entrepreneur. Like everything that I learned and over these years, everything that I failed on, I'm teaching that. So you can tap in with me on that if you're interested in Toro. I also do car management. So maybe you want to get in a Toro game, but you just don't have the time to actually manage the vehicle. I can manage that vehicle for you and you can make solely passive income on that because I'm doing all the legwork for you. Yeah. So it's a lot of stuff, y'all. But just follow me on Instagram. Go to BreeBucks.com and let's connect. Let's link. Yeah. So you the plug. I'm the plug. Yeah, she the plug. She the plug. I'm putting that in I the bio I would play today. some like plug-esque music, but <laughs> we, we this is the Caribbean part. So, yo, we still here rocking out. We got 15 minutes in the show, so I'm going to leave y'all with some Caribbean music and some Caribbean vibes in the meantime. Bree, appreciate you coming down and yes, kicking it with me. Yes, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I had a great time tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. We're going to do this again real <laughs> soon. All right, keep it locked. Wine and go down day. 
little bit, why not go down day? Down little bit, down little bit, why not go down day? Down little bit, down little bit, why not go down day? I like the way you move, yeah. Round and round is the way you move, yes, yeah. Formula, the way you slow wine, girl, you make me come over, and I want you to wine and hold me tight. I want you to stay for the rest of the night, girl. I wanna, girl, I wanna so wine on ya. I wanna move, you make me groovy like so, slow wine on ya. I wanna feel, I wanna feel you, yeah, yeah. Slow wine on ya.
push back on the bamboo, baby. Push back, baby. Push back on the bamboo. Right uh -huh. Push back, baby. Push back on the bamboo, baby. Take bamboo, girl.
Party in no come, I don't drunk, I party in me and my girl come, I party in 